Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast with your host, Dave Neal. Hey, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. Your host, Dave Neal. Uh, here with Tasha Courtney. Hello. Returning guest, and Destiny Lalane. Hey, guys. Destiny, how are you today? I am fucking high on life. How are you guys? Doing very well. Not <laughs> you got quite your high. notepad. You're so professional. <laughs> I, I just show grandma. up in my pajamas and like expect everything. Yeah, Tasha was like, I'm going to go put a bra on. I was like, well, I don't know how to do it for us today. <laughs> And uh, you're okay, so you're the new secretary of the show. You're taking minutes today, or what? What's I'm going on over there? I'm taking fucking minutes over here. I just like to write my thoughts. I'm a complicated person. Okay, so let's catch everybody up to date. So for so for Tasha, because I know you, Tasha's as a co-host on the show never listens uh, to any episodes, correct? Uh, yeah, hardly ever. Knows. Hardly ever. So Destiny was on the show. What do you say? A month ago? Two months ago? Yeah, a month ago. And uh, shared your infamous double threesome story. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, I feel like I may have heard some of the. Uh, a little bit about it and a by a little of- bit about it i mean i remember nothing but yeah, i feel like you started to say i got a lot of buzz on that one the tldr was just uh, a wild weekend in in montauk i want to inspire everyone to just check out the the full episode on itunes so but a funny story about that story is my neighbor i had sex with one of my neighbors one time it was one time mom i'm sorry yes i'm talking about <laughs> sex on facebook live was it a childhood um, neighbor no, my current neighbor, um, but not in my apartment building, a few uh, apartments down. So I had sex with my neighbor this one time and I saw him recently and he told me that he was Googling my name looking for my blog and he came across this podcast that I was Good on. Good search engine <laughs> optimization. Good search engine there. Yes. And he was talking and he had mentioned the double threesome story and he said, he, he asked me if it was completely made up. He thought we were shooting the shit. So uh, everyone go check it out and write in the comments whether or not you think it's bullshit. What, what savage would make up a double threesome story? Yeah. Like and that's not of- two well, threesomes like- in the same night. That was like a Friday, Saturday, like double matinee, <laughs> right? That was two different days. <laughs> Yeah. And there was a double threesome and then a solo sex. <laughs> yeah. Am I right today? So, okay. So that's a, that's a grand slam in my books. That's what that is. Okay. So, uh, cause I've had people write in about it. It was an interesting story. And, uh, some, some lady wrote in the other day and was like, Oh, it's so good to hear a sex positive podcast. I was like, Oh, that's a term I should be promoting. Sex positive. Yeah, that's it's a, a term. It's not just sex. Uh, obviously, this it's called sex actually, but we're talking relationships and and all things that come with that dating, whether it be sex positive as a single person in an open relationship, in a committed relationship with your uh, it with, with your family relationships, not sexual, but it's all we're all here talking about relationships. So hell yeah. So what's new on 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 your landscape? Um, so it's been a really exciting week, guys. My one year LA anniversary was yesterday. So wow, congratulations. Thank you. My roommate thanked me. He was like, yes, it's been very impressive. You've been able to pay rent on time. And fuck your months. neighbor. This yeah. is great. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was a proud moment guys, uh, in the books for me and really exciting developments happened this week and I will be going in on that eventually later on this week but to start the podcast off with some good old-fashioned LA humble bragging go for it um this past week has been phenomenal I love working remotely it's something that I started doing last year actually when I left New York 
And I just got the balls to reach out to a job offer that I turned down a few months ago as a content creator for a company. And I reached out to them and it looks like I'm able to manage a full-time gig with them remotely all because I literally reached out and asked. And wow. um, Amazing. It was, it's I hope a, it's not for Gawker because they it, shut down it's today. It's not. It's not. No, but um, it was a really crazy feeling because, you know, it's something that I do write about a lot is career development. Not only do I talk about my vagina all the time, but I do talk about career development, which which is just like so to- total polar opposite. Both things should be developed. Um, but I don't know. It just kind of made me kind of proud just for, you know, going out there, knocking on a door and saying, hey. And I'm just Congrats. like. Congrats. Yes. We love to reward our friends <laughs> that um, that stay out here. I mean, not that you need to stay. You know, it's not a career. It's not a failure to go home. Like some people hate LA. Like the first time I lived here was for three months. So, uh, so I didn't <laughs> yeah, even make L- it to that first LA year. LA will try and break you. It's just a thing. Like but we making talk it through about your it. first year is such an accomplishment. Making it through year two was such an accomplishment. And then after that, it will be like a decade and you don't know where the time went. Yeah, this How is, long yeah. have you been here? Seven years in September. Oh, she's like 42 years. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? And I moisturize. <laughs> it's like you're in AA. It's you got to validate how long. And it's like, yeah, as a dude who's been here almost three years, I can start talking. Like a few comics last night were doing their bit where they're like, yeah, I just moved here from New York. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's good because I did I did that three years ago where I was like yeah I'm new from New York and I thought people wanted to hear that like like everyone would be like oh nice join the club but in but in my, in my head now they're actually like okay fuck you you have you know sh- you don't know shit about the town note to self don't mention I'm from New York yeah. <laughs> you gotta earn that I mean it's I, with within new, fellow people who have lived in New York I think it's fine but for the West Coast has such a weird I think sensitivity to East Coasters. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's stand up because we're all hostile. We're like, "Well, where are you from?" That kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, I, was I don't say. know. <laughs> are you just, are you doing stand up still, or what? What have you been up to? You been getting up? Um, I have not been doing any stand up. I'm such a failure. I think I'm gonna do an open mic next week. I don't know who's, so I'll let you know. But um, it's not a failure if you have other shit going on. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm an internet marketer, so like I'm at peace when I'm in front of my computer, just like hacking away, like publishing ads and just like refreshing my dashboards and seeing if people are clicking my shit. Like that's okay. My, so uh, we have my. Weird. Our, here's our weird connection, and I don't even remember how we met through Jonathan somehow. I don't even remember, but Jonathan's no, a past I, guest yes. on the show. Jonathan Hudson, the social media. We talk about him. I do the Man on the Street videos for him. And then because of you, met Anna Rose, who's also in self-improvement and all that. And Tasha met Anna Rose very briefly. Yeah, she's so sweet. Yeah. Um, so she's going to come back on, too. We've got to have both of you guys on at the same time. Well, on these casual Fridays. So anyway, the whole format of this episode. Is it episode, really Friday? It, well, tomorrow is, oh. but I released this <laughs> like, Thursday shit. night. I, is it Thursday? I think <laughs> it shit, is Thursday. We don't even yeah. know. This is what happens in L.A. I don't know what season it is. Um, so, the, yeah, this this episode, it's just, it's super open forum, just uh, friends shooting the shit. But, um, all right, so you're a year into L.A. Um, everything you expected, more um, or less? Yeah, so I I genuinely had no idea what to expect when I moved out here. Like, I moved out here on a whim. Like, I had never been out to California before I decided to move here. Um, I didn't know it would fly by as quickly as it did. Like, I'm used to that as you... Sorry, guys. Just wobbling around over here. As you get older, like, you're used to time just flying by and things just getting more entertaining, hopefully, guys. Um, but it flew by. Like, I just literally can't believe it's been a full year. Yeah. Um... But at the same time, I'm just really impressed because I feel like if you do it right, you can improve so much in that little time because of how many resources you're around being in this kind of diverse and large of a city. So 
Yeah, it's just been interesting. Like, what the fuck? I do comedy now? Like, I don't even watch TV. Like, what? Like, this Good is all... you. <laughs> this is all so random. <laughs> That's the internet marketer in you talking about the resources at your expense and this and that. Like, <laughs> you boil it down, it's like, who's going to help me get what I need? That's what... <laughs> but I worked in marketing briefly, like, far enough away where I can talk shit about it because they've disowned me. Oh, but, oh tell me more. But we were talking about the cor- just a corporate... And, and, and marketing's not even as corporate as you know a lot of the like sort of I don't know financial sort of jobs you can have in business. But there's a lot of just like I don't know like pers- like benchmarks like 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 our buddy John right he he watches my stand up and he and he's like instead of just being like hey good set he's like uh, what can we do to maximize your getting funnier like he like wants to like bullet point everything in a way that works for him like it's a t- like a like I like Tony Robbins but you don't just do that creatively there are good it's you want goals and stuff but you can't be like i'm gonna write uh, a screenplay a week for the next year and they're all you know what i mean it's like i mean maybe you can do that some people follow that formula but i think that you know that's a different kind of brain some people have that kind of brain and some people have a different kind of brain i think your brain isn't the bullet point brain i hear you and and i was like i I get stressed out when i um when, I, when I'm not like doing mics and shows every night, but I was like, maybe I should just take a week off. But th- that comes and goes. We just went on vacation, so like, but like the thought of like not overdoing yourself to a point where like your own motivational like tactics deplete you. You know what I mean? Like today, like all I've done today is drive to San Diego and back. I read one line at an audition. I literally for every word I auditioned, I drove for one hour. Well, I just want to say, you know, good for you for doing that, for taking that initiative to go out there and, you know, audition, even though it's such a fucking far ass drive. Um, I feel like the car drives itself at at some point. You're not even there. I'm like not even in the car. (laughs) Isn't that the scariest thing? I find myself because I do a lot of these long drives too, driving and then like realizing I'm not paying attention at all. And it's so scary. You're like, I'm still in my lane. I've driven miles past the exit, like miles. That's terrifying. (laughs) But, you know, to respond to what you had said with being burnt out and what you should do. I like to, for me, I focus on whatever I get the highest ROI on, but that's because I'm a marketer. Um, and I mean that with everything uh, for I all do. all my unemployed <laughs> listeners, that's return on investment, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, but I, I really... But that's what Jonathan would say. <laughs> What's the ROI on your punchline? I'd be like, ah, go suck my dick. How about yeah, that? That's my D. I mean, that's just like kind of how we think. So I think, you know, if you feel like you're not getting, you know, a good enough investment on that, just do what something else that you think you would. So for me, because I'm an internet marketer and I stay online all the time, um, for me, sometimes, you know, right now it makes more sense that I just troll the internet and see how I can make my ads, you know, optimized a lot better so that I could be paying less money for even stronger ads, you know, um, so versus me doing a mic, you know. So you're kind of like, it's uh, you're just like testing out different banner ads and pre-roll ads and things like that and just seeing what you just are looking, you're looking at numbers wise, like which one gets the most clicks or how does that work? So it... Marketing is just like a dark, dark world. So it just really depends on what you're doing. So I'm just testing a bunch of monetization strategies and just kind of seeing how I can how I can make the most money doing a thing in the most effective way. And like that can be done a completely different way on every single platform, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Facebook Live. How about podcasting? 
podcasting yeah we'll shoot the shit about that please, after please uh, yeah I, it's a tough code to crack i i don't want to blow up your spot but you can tell uh the listeners who you have a little sponsorship thing working out with well no <laughs> things are coming and going right now it's not even it's on the it's not on the table but it's uh it's in the kitchen okay it's yeah not, i don't want to blow up your it, shit because i know we're live no, it was, no 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 it's fine i had a deal on the table and then so they they gave money to somebody else and that podcast stunk <laughs> and so now they're like re so now the corporate people are re uh figuring out what the what's worth it for them so yeah, it's so, just going through a second approval process yeah so basically. it did so basically yeah, the, yeah so, <laughs> so please share the podcast and subscribe uh no but no but i'll say this i i was bragging that we were going to double our numbers from two months ago hey look at you talking numbers and shit that didn't happen triple them they're going to yeah. triple. They're literally going to go triple from what I had two months ago, and that's just because I find like I'm breathing energy, and also the the fan the the I don't say I hate the word fans, but like the, the people who listen are super loyal. They're ra- they're writing reviews. Uh, Thee Bree, I promised her a shout out from Virginia. Thee Bree uh, wrote a review, and she was going to leave me a four star review because the last person left a four star review, I bitched out because it goes up to five stars. <laughs> so the person changed it to five. So she wrote me a five star review, but I promised you a shout out anyway. So any five star reviews out there i will shout you out uh, <laughs> follow her on instagram the, yeah so i don't mean to make this whole promotion of of me but um we'll get there so anyway so yeah you got to just like test the waters to see what what bites i guess right yeah it's the name of the game it's the same thing i'm sure with modeling right yeah totally i was just thinking about the whole burnout sort of thing earlier today because i recently took like what three weeks three weeks off of instagram and snapchat and normally i'm very active on those platforms and i just wasn't feeling it it wasn't like an on purpose time that i took off i just was sick of it and i saw something i was like online on facebook today and i saw something and i totally just you know scrolled through like didn't even read the whole thing but it was um something about how burnout just really like creeps up on you and it's true like I didn't even know that I was feeling annoyed with you know putting all this energy time and energy into Instagram and Snapchat until I just quit doing it you know because it's true you have to focus on things that are like giving you a return on your investment whether that's like financial or just happiness and at some point if this isn't making you happy like quit just be okay quitting (laughs) well be okay refocusing (laughs) your energies on something else finding something else that's making you happy like your boyfriend (laughs) we snapchatted yesterday for a company yeah we did tasha got hired by a company is that it's not might as well say you got hired by them to influence them and like Oh, sorry. There you go. I, I, I nicked it. Um, <laughs> I just shut you off. Uh, and I, no, and I it was, was just, uh, I was creating some content for them on their platform. I took over their Snapchat. Um, went for a hike. Went on a picnic with the dog. Fed oh him grapes. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is not healthy. It's like, it's like the, you've, you've been able to turn that into a currency. It's mind, basically, it's mind-blowing when you can turn something that you enjoy doing into a currency. Which Well, it's the same as anything, any other skill. Like just, you know, you shouldn't have any like guilt or whatever. It shouldn't be like less valuable because you enjoy it. That's everybody's dream, right? Everybody wants to like love their job, do something that makes them But no one wants to do the work to get there. It, I think it's a mix of both. Um, a lot of people just, yeah, fuck that. A lot of people out there just don't want to put in the work at all. Um, but or don't know, don't know the right map 
the right architecture steps, blueprint. That's true, but I mean, I think that's a part of putting in the work. Like a part of putting in the work would be it's just figuring it out. Yeah. But Googling I think I think it, almost anyone class. in the world, if you said if you stack these bricks here, you could own that house. People like, oh, cool, cool. but like it's so much bigger than that. So it's like no, you. It's like, did you submit? Did you did you cold email? Like I got the audition I got today was from Saturday night. I found out they were auditioning uh, actors who pitch in baseball, and that's what I do. And I was like, I need to find out how the fuck to get this audition. I don't even regularly go out for auditions. I don't really care too much about the whole and process. And your managers hadn't had... You had asked them about it once before, and they didn't know who was casting right. or whatever, right? But because because about m- several months ago, I posted on Facebook, like, how do I get in touch with these people? I'm perfect for it. I pitch. I play baseball. This is me. This is me. And then the pilot went away. I didn't get a part of it. I know one of the main actors in it didn't get a part, didn't get anything. And then Saturday night, a dude, because of that post, was like, dude, I know you play baseball and everything. Check out this casting. He um, referred me to an agent in San Diego, cold messaged them, like cold message Saturday night before I was going to, have to do a spot. And then I get the I get the audition notice maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I get the audition today. It went very well. Uh, but, you know, one of those things. Like, what? it was only for episode two. So if you don't get this, there's something else. Um, but... The ladies, she goes, 2,100 guys submitted for this role you just auditioned for. And I think she's only auditioning like five or eight of us. Like a real, I was the only one in the room, in the waiting area that was auditioning for this role. Small role, whatever. But she goes, 2,100 people messaged for this. But I didn't choose them because like they didn't go about the process the right way. Whereas I would like, I like knew that I, if I have an agent, then they will submit me because I am right for it. I will have people that like push for me, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of that way with anything it, when you when you're right for something, you don't have to hassle for it. And I'm not saying I'm right for it, but just to get in the door, you know, I don't have to hassle, to, you know, for this podcast. Like, uh, you know, I want to be on a network, and I don't feel like that's a hassle to ask people. I think we provide a lot of value. Yeah, we have I a mean, lot of you've friendly done conversations. This for years, like you've yeah. done a lot. Of I'm an old shit, man now. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people. This is my most frustrating part because as a marketer and a creative, I feel like I, you know, I, I hear both of the sides bitching. Um, and I feel like there's this weird thing with creatives where they want things, but they're not willing to create things beforehand. Like, you know, for you to get on a network, that's going to be easier for someone like you who has how many episodes? 150. This is episode. No, this is 149. Either way, this is a lot. Congratulations. But yeah, that's 150 episodes that you did for free for no benefit, except for the love of doing it. And And that's how you learned a lot about it. You developed a skill. You developed something that's. (laughs) <laughs> you develop something that's valuable. You know, you already know what you're doing. But like you said, there's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, I could do this. Let me submit to get paid to do some sort of yeah, podcast. Like write, something who's never had, a, who's never done a podcast in their life. Like, it literally, it's just so mind blowing. Like I hear a lot of shit from creatives. They're like, oh, fuck these online influencers. They're not talented. They have all these followers. And I'm just kind of like, wait. I think it has to be a skill, no matter who you are and what you're portraying on the internet. But if you're able to get an audience to give a shit about whoever you're portraying yourself as, that's a skill. Yeah, if it was that easy, everyone would do it. Some people go viral. Some people literally strike genius, right time, right place. Or or they're such vile humans that they go viral for the wrong reasons. But to sustain that... Like the Jenna, Jenna Marbles, like the you know YouTube celebrity, is like, yeah, well, she she created real funny things that were real shareable, like early on. There's a million copycats, which goes to show she was doing the right thing. Podcasters, you know, but they've these are people that have stuck around for a decade and are still watching. Like, um, who I was just talking with someone the other day about, um, 
Oh, I'm never going to think of his name because I need to know it right now. Uh, the guy who did the snowboarding through the streets of New York Sean video. Sean White. Nope. No. I have no idea who Why did you just say Sean White is I was just excited. That's the only guy I know. <laughs> yeah. No. no he no did Casey Neistat. Wouldn't have known oh, that. You know, oh. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. He's a YouTuber, but he's been making videos for a long time. Um yeah, a lot of people know him for like a snowboarding, you know, blizzard in New York. Like he attached a snowboard to like a, a string, like um, uh, water skiing to the back of like somebody's SUV and went like snowboarding in the streets of New York. Nice. And um, it was just a fun. He's been making videos for a million years, but you know, it's very much it's personal. It's interesting to me that his massive following has stuck around from the time that he was just a dude dicking around making videos to like through his engagement, his like going to South Africa to surprise his girlfriend's family, and like now they're married. They might even have a kid. I don't know, but it's like it's crazy to think that somebody who came on for some stupid video or like a funny travel video or whatever has stuck around for a decade and are still fans of this guy. Yeah. That's, that's something that like is, is so valuable. And if people, if everybody knew how to do it, you wouldn't need influencers. You wouldn't, you know, if it it used to be like with TV shows, you'd bring people into your home, like bring, but now with social media, you can bring people, you like, you get the real thing. That's why like reality stars. I mean, even though a lot of them, you know, I don't know what kind of, you know, Rob Kardashian's the world. I don't know what kind of value they provide, but maybe it's just entertainment. But yeah, you're anyway. So like, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, talk any farther about what I'm bringing to the world, but for the people that just humor me by listening, I love to check my downloads. And when I see that there are more people coming around, <laughs> it's just nice. It's like, Hey, we're not talking. Cause I'll do that all the time where I'm like, you know, in the car, like, uh, you know, recording an intro for one of my episodes and be like, is anyone even listening to this shit? I just fuck it. You know what I mean? And then you'll get some like message from Greece and you're like, Oh, okay. I guess you are. And you know, we had, we've had people write in like some g- ladies going through a divorce and she wrote back and you know, she was wondering what to do with her husband. And we probably offered her horrible advice, but we, listened we read the email we kind of like we want to know we like we want to know how other people are doing And those nice comments those nice emails that you're getting from people that i mean that means a lot with with all the blood sweat and tears that you're putting into this podcast for the past two years or however long like that's those are the things that sustain you yeah and that's what i tell a lot of creatives that get um almost like disappointed when they start putting stuff out there and it's not getting a lot of hits it's like they feel like, oh, yeah, is anyone even watching this? Why am I doing this? And it's just like when when you get one of those comments or an email, it's just like, this is it. Like, I was really pumped. I don't get that much traffic on my site, but my site is basically used as a lead generation tool to uh, get new freelance clients. And it was really exciting. Like, I put in a lot of work to the design this week, and a lot of content is scheduled to go out for the next two weeks. So I'm really pumped. But um, it was exciting. I got three or four inbound emails for people that want to work with me on a freelance basis. And it's just kind of like, They just randomly stumbled upon you. Yeah. And they, like, um, there's, like, a checkbox that can say where they found me. And, you know, two were, like, social and two were, like, random. And I was like, great. Let's talk. And none from your threesome (laughs) talks on the Sex Action podcast. You You need to make a box for that. Five dudes sent me their dick pics. You have any, do you have any fallout with your family over talking openly about sex? Um, no, they. We've been way too blunt our entire life. Are your parents together still? Uh, no, they divorced when I was really young. Okay, no, I only you know because Tasha's family's together and it, it, it freaks me out. <laughs> freaks me out. I don't know it's what the fuck's so wrong with normal. them. So yeah. normal. But they're like, I mean, everyone's got. You know, I'm not gonna. You put your family on blast. Everyone's got like interesting. Dyna- dynamics you know what i mean like yeah. your but your family's about as normal as it can get three kids married house middle of the country 
That's Where in the middle of the country? Kentucky. Oh my god. Yeah. Like that's pretty normal. Like Where grandparents. Are you from? I'm from New York. I'm from Long Island. Okay. Yeah. So they got divorced. Did you do the whole weekends with the f- with the dad? Yeah, thing? it was the rotated weekends. Yeah. Cool dad. Yeah, he was cool. <laughs> Which okay, so like I was I was uh, doing a lot. Of, have you seen um, I'm Not Your Guru, Tony Robbins? No. Oh my gosh! So the Netflix. Oh, what, yeah, Tasha's yeah, dude, you weren't a huge fan of it. No, it's, I mean it was fine. It was super cool. And then I was listening to him today talk, and the dude's like re- just really cool, and he loves to ask what you know what people were chasing as a kid that makes them like who they are today. Now, not to get like super in your head, but like which parent were you more trying to impress, your mom or your dad? Oh, that's an interesting question. And I was just talking to one of my friends about this. Um, growing up, my parents never really told me what they wanted me to do. It was never like, you have to be an actor. You have to do this. I had a lot of freedom. And with that came, you know, this idea that I didn't have to impress my family because they didn't put this standard on me. And I was just telling my friends the other day how I was like really freaked out because I'm turning 25 next year, which is like really You exciting. young fuck. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm obligated <laughs> to say that. A quarter of a century. Yes. And, you know, I'm turning 25 next year. I personally am really proud of all the things I've accomplished so far. Double threesome. Double threesome. <laughs> a few career uh, swaps. Now, Sorry, I don't now mean I'm to <laughs> Now I'm full-time freelancing. Um, but I was just saying how when your parents don't put a standard on you, it's like really hard to like kind of gauge if you're like doing well in life so we were we were talking like that but um yeah honestly i'm gonna say i neither like who who do you call first shit goes down you're, 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 you know, you're i'm just really not even that kind of person like if shit goes down like i don't even bother calling anyone because like, i'm I, so the same yeah. i've kind of wondered in my history if there's like maybe something wrong with me like that i didn't like uh, why did i never ask for help as like, a kid or like still as an adult thing. like i feel like you know if shit hits the fan like and some shit did hit the fan i'll be blogging about it this week guys um <laughs> but if i you know if i call my parents when shit hits the fan over something that they literally can't help me with at all yeah what are they gonna do what are they gonna do besides try to stress me out and i know i'm not gonna sh- get stressed out because i know i'll always advice. figure it out so it's just like, what's the point of the conversation? Let me just I'm talking to two proud <laughs> women, but being proud, I don't know. It's not always, it's good to have people to help you sometimes or like moral Absolutely. support or sometimes like, you just want somebody to vent to, well, even if they can't help you like help solve your problem. It's just like getting it off your own shoulders and onto theirs, which is so <laughs> not cool. But sometimes you just got to like say it out loud hear it from maybe a third person you know hear it from it's good outside too, not, of your head yeah we do that with each other you know in a relationship but it's also good sometimes to do it elsewhere because so we don't just bring home the same story to each other so, therapy is a really smart thing no joke because it's not healthy to always be putting it on your partner or on your friends or on your family um and we I can't think afford a- therapists so today destiny is actually <laughs> we're not even recording this we're just here to get you <laughs> Unique uh, perspective on our issues here. No, but yeah, you're right. You need to just, it's not about solutions. It's about um, feeling heard and yeah, feeling Yeah, those loved. people are your safety net. And obviously they want to be there to help you when you need it. But it's, you know, if you're going through something that's like ongoing or whatever, it can be really stressful to put that on people who you love and care about because they're going to stress for you. They're going to stress with you. 
Now we're so we're in a monot—I would call it a monogamous relationship. I think we'd be I thought very you were surprised. Going to say monotonous. I like as you were saying it, I heard monotonous. Well, uh, that's projecting, but uh, <laughs> it's another issue we need to work on. This monotonous relationship. Uh, but Destiny, you're in an open relationship, correct? Yeah, I mean, you know, so I'm in the process of defining my relationship with the guy I started seeing, and we recently decided yes we are seeing each other like we are dating how long Um, has it been is this the guy downtown or (laughs) is it downtown guy um it is not downtown guy actually downtown guy is one of my friends we were just talking today about i don't want to blow up any spots oh you're not not blowing up my spot actually the the facebook live just went down (laughs) the the (laughs) the guy i'm dating is aware of downtown guy uh downtown guy is shane he's one of my tinder dates that i had a few months ago and you know just turns out that me and shane just don't have sexual chemistry cool shane's the most tinder name i've ever heard you know and he's a a super attractive guy and there's nothing wrong with you know just that's kind of cool though that's that's cool (laughs) that you kind of just decided hey you know friends are more is more of a thing for us here but so that's so adult that's so great that you can have that because i've i've you know i've had a lot of guy friends in my life but then i've also had a lot of people who maybe i thought were friends but they were trying to translate you know change that they weren't comfortable with the (laughs) but yeah you know we're we're in the process of you know figuring out what exactly the boundaries would be but you know yeah yeah, I mean, I think for m- most of my recent relationships, I've been in open relationships. And um, I think every person in every relationship is completely different. Like, you know, if someone's coming out of a really long-term relationship, they're probably going to want to sleep with other people because they're human beings. And they were most likely not in an open relationship yeah. because it's 2016. And, you know, these things became, like, openly okay to talk about, like, maybe last year. Is jealousy ever an issue, though? I feel like open relationships are really good in the beginning of relationships. Like, when you're dating, when it's not, like, a, a super serious thing yet. And you're, like, you know, you're like, oh, this is good. This is a good thing. It makes me happy. I'm comfortable here. But is it the necessarily the best thing? I don't know no i'll keep dating yeah and then you know i think the longer something like that goes on the more it's like wait are we still on the same page are we you know are we're we like we're the, the generation of comparisons <laughs> everything's compared online so like you can know like if this dude knows shane he could be like oh shane lives downtown in a nice loft how does he know oh, that yeah, he looked no. at his see, instagram see, like, 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 i'm the model yeah, like, like, no. No, Shane's got more followers than I do. I'm a piece of shit. I hate myself. Fuck this guy. Fuck Shane. It just, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm jealous of Shane already. He's got a cool name. Shane's probably Oh, and he a, has a motorcycle. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he you, has long Shane. hair. Listen. He, his, you know, his, Dave just got a haircut yesterday. Oh. I gave him a haircut, and it hurt me. Every inch just hurt my soul. She cut my hair for two hours, and I looked down at the hair, and it was like less than like if I shaved my balls. Oh, she's she literally, she literally cut nothing off my head no i fine. cut so much i cut probably three inches off the length my and an mullet. inch off all the oh. layers tune into my instagram to hear what we're talking about <laughs> yes. um, so okay so you're you're dating a guy it's not necessarily open so much as i feel like an open relationship is when like you you know like all right it's open this is more well, like, like this getting like, your footing yeah no, no no like it's it's just so funny because he's one of my facebook friends so this is hilarious but we have a very open relationship Let's call where, him we, Brian. where we we talk about things so it's not completely use his name? out of the blue we're not using all right, his give name. me a brian well, brian brian stan so stan brian brian stan brian um but no we we recently you know said that we would be you know 
we'd date and it would be open, but we haven't had the boundaries conversation. So boundaries conversations are what prevent uh, jealousy, essentially. I'll tell you what, tag him in this post and that'll be the conversation. Oh, he's still, no, he's probably watching this right now. He's probably like figuring out exactly what the boundaries are. As There's probably he like five guys are like, am I Stan Bryan? <laughs> There's like the six, like the threesome guys, like maybe we're so, still going. So wait, I need to know, is the boundaries conversation where you say, okay, we're date, we can date other people, but we can't have sex with other people or like. Oh, so the, yeah. So the boundaries conversation, like for example, um, my last relationship with my ex, um, we had this a relationship where if he was out of town, we were in an open relationship. Like if he was maybe on vacation and wanted to have sex with someone, sure. Like I really don't give a shit if you have sex with a girl that you're going to see one time in your entire life. Like I'll be okay. Use a fucking condom. You know, like, response to that. my heart is racing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the difference for me though, is that like, I've never been a casual sex sort of person. So anybody that I'm having sex with is somebody that I have feelings for so when you say a girl that you're never gonna see again you're only gonna see once my mind is like how does that even happen that because that's just not a thing for me if i was gonna be having sex with someone else while dave was out of town it would be someone that i'm seeing all the time yeah you know like maybe a friend that is now crossing just hearing you say that (laughs) but it's a hypothetical it's not a real (laughs) thing i'm not seeing anyone else at all brian's brother it's like for guys we don't fuck the it's gonna sound really degrading but we're not fucking the person like their personality we're fucking their body like if a guy's jacking off to youtube he's not like oh this person's full they're like looking at their ass or their tits it's like a very specific thing for guys i mean i could be wrong i could be just i don't want to speak for all guys but i feel like that's why you get guys like i i I think a bill clinton but like i don't know allegedly like he probably can just fuck these random like politic junkies and then still respect his wife maybe it's a horrible example because it's hillary but i don't know you know what i mean here okay so yesterday there was that whole thing about like she has a campus sexual assault section on her website and it used to say like oh you have the right to be you know heard or whatever you have the right to be believed and they removed the lines. Because you have she the didn't right believe be the be- chick who accused Bill Clinton yeah, of rape they had in a, 2001. They had a town hall about, and somebody called out like, oh, and named like four women who said that they were ri- assaulted by Bill Clinton. And apparently Hillary had like told, you know, basically said, we don't believe you and like tried to shut them up. Hey, congrats. And now we're on these- the no fly list now. The <laughs> sex, sex actually has no longer getting flights out of the country. <laughs> So if you want to work with us, please fly into Los Angeles. <laughs> no, but it's, I mean, we could get into all the, you know, there's so much going on right now with. I don't um, want to talk about politics. Let's talk no, about well, Lochte. Well, okay. oh, oh God, perfect. I was going to transition into this. Hair. Destiny doesn't uh, follow the Olympics, do you? I'm just assuming you know. Okay, so I I was a track runner, so I used to follow the uh, races, but no, I'm just I'm so out of TV for Ryan so many Lochte, years. one of the best swimmers of <laughs> oh, our generation, this, okay, but over, but way overshadowed uh, shadowed by uh, Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Yes. But he's he and I and I was sticking up for him because is this I, the guy that like was involved in like a robbery or something? Yes, hold yes. on. So 
So allegedly, he was held at gunpoint with his three swimming uh, friends, whatever. And I believed it. It's real. And I'm like, look, why the fuck's he going to lie about this? And then you start getting the hypotheticals. And you're like, there's a million reasons he could lie about it. He's walking out of a hooker's play. You know what I mean? I like, read this fun conspiracy theory about how something with Bill Clinton. No. And, yes. No. Yes. What, 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 it was what? so it was I, so over the deep end, but it was it was right, a fun read. I don't remember all of it, but it was something about like somebody else involved in some I, ministry I of fun. Across, blah, blah, um, blah. I skimmed across. I have not read anything about the article. I do not have time to be reading any more articles about this shit. But um, I saw some really, really great trolls where it was like trolling white privilege so hard. Yeah, but here it is. So they were so good. I skimmed through. I didn't actually Look, as up, a but I skimmed as through. a table full of three white people. I am I, not white for the fifteenth <laughs> time on this, on this podcast specifically. She's so white. I'm Puerto Rican, hashtag, Dominican, and Cuban. Hashtag Destiny so white. Everybody. Oh. All right, fine. You're white. Either like you said, you're you're a mixture of things that I can't focus my energy towards. So that makes you white. That's what oh. white is. You have to, you no you earned you you accept the privilege of white people. I can be like no, but I'm from Irish descent. We were persecuted. I'm white. Whatever. Yeah, I get it. I shit happens to me, and I can talk my way out of it every single time. Please. The, the biggest thing is that he's just a douchebag. He's a spoiled brat. Well, so here's brat. what happened. Here's what happened. He told his mom. He told. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So he tells his mom he gets robbed and and all that shit. But so so everyone. So you know he's doing all these interviews and like they they held the gun up to me like this and it's total Brian at Brian uh, Williams sort of like he just like he he got a lie and he's running with it and then it and then he 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 makes it back to the U.S. Right after they find out that they try to pull all the swimmers' passports. So two of the swimmers didn't make it. They got pulled off their flights to get questioned and by the, the police. And the third one is, like, hiding. Like, and he the, didn't show up for his yeah. flight. And, and, and basically what happened was... Like, to go was, home? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so Lochte made it home. He's not going to get left, extradited, like, but before. he could. But they won't. Like, No, it's, it's not that serious of a crime. But he, it's just one of those internet crimes that he looks, like, so bad. So basically... They were wasted. One guy got they they pulled over at a gas station. One guy went into the bathroom to take a piss. He gets locked in. They pee on the walls. They break the door down to allegedly break the. I have to say that break the door down to bust him out. And then so they basically were committing all these acts of vandalism. Private security guard comes up to them. I don't know if an, a gun might have been pulled on yeah, them if at he's that private point, security. but they were forced to pay them cash. So so they were wasted. Made this story up. Next morning they they get back to their to the Olympic Village at like six a.m. You know you've been drunk before you're still drunk the next morning their their stories don't add up but they're kind of like fuck we gotta keep of course we got robbed it's real like they so they kind of like played up the lie so basically it's not like they were at church and just made a lie yeah but to go as far as to embellish like he cocked the gun he put it to my head like i think that lochte is thinking like how many sympathy fucks this story is gonna get him no joke because he's got a reputation as being like a huge womanizer like michael phelps went home from the last olympics and like well, I guess he took time off. But well, the point got, is, yeah, if he you got care more about your stupid, ugly hair than you do about training for the Olympics and you show up and you win one medal, whoop-de-doo. But there's closed-circuit TV of, of Lochte and he had like platinum white is that even a color hair but then when you went swimming it turned like frosty blue so you just see like these four bros outside of a gas station and one of them's got that frosty blue hair i mean it, this is like a judd apatow like seth rogan <laughs> flick you can't make it up but the head of the international olympic committee the ioc said like look they were just swimmers letting off steam everybody makes mistakes. yeah they're just like, give the kids a break but that's kind of cool too and i'm not saying it i'm not defending him or saying it's white privilege and it, he's but like it's 35 like, years old and he's a kid. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Oh, that he's 35? 
35? He's 32. Okay, close enough. How anyway, look. swimming I, at that age? I know. How right. old is uh, Phelps? <laughs> Phelps is like six months younger than him. Oh, okay. But, or, so they're both like 31. Both There's old. that 40-year-old gymnast. She's from like Yugoslavia or something. And oh. people on the internet love her because she's She like, wasn't up at 6 a.m. partying. She, she has like a son that's the same son. age as like one of the girls on the u.s team it's you so it's it's a me- look but the whole like equated to white privilege everything's okay everything i think the difference is like not that like okay you went out you caused some damage like you paid for the damage you know you go home hopefully you have a little bit of shame about it and you learn your lesson but they didn't he didn't go out and cause some damage and pay the damage and go home and and live his life he made up a story and and uh, even you. beyond that even beyond just the lying and like having to run with it he was you know like shitting on the brazilian police saying that they didn't do a good job like even investigating it when they were like interrogating him about the thing they didn't do a good job and he had a home invasion months ago and the american police handled it so much better like then the brazilian police who are you know it, then it becomes an international incident when you're like spouting off lies well, and like making first, other people look bad. This is the first Olympics. Like Snapchat was around last Olympics, but not like this. They could literally follow his Snapchat up until the point. You know what I mean? Really? Like not? Yeah. Like not. So it's a, so like he would in any other world he would have sobered up and got his facts straight with his boys. But they just like created this drunk lie. I'm not apologizing for him. Nothing. I mean, I don't think he's got huge corporate sponsors. He's probably going to lose some money over it. But like two of the guys are still in Rio. One guy's missing. It's just, it just, it's so bizarre. Meanwhile, there's hundreds of Olympians living their dreams and then this is the story that's so Yeah, this baby. is the international incident. This is the thing well, like, that's overshadowing. Brazil's like, so, they got their their law and shit. They're pieces of shit. I mean, we've all I've seen the videos of just kids stealing like headphones out of people's hands. Like yeah, they're, they're, but they're, I don't think this is like corruption for sure. I personally don't think this is like the biggest story of the Olympics. Like today, sure. Like I saw it in the Facebook feed, and so I, I was aware of it being a thing. Um, but I think the only reason why people in media are reporting it the way they are with saying it's white privilege is because, you know, no one's saying that these people should be jailed. No one's saying that this person needs to be shot. Like, no one's saying that. It's just the fact that we have situations where, and I know nothing about this one, so I really can't speak for this. But, you know, yesterday there was reports, or I just started reading about it yesterday, so I, I don't know the dates that it happened. But down in Florida, there was a, a kid who was out at dinner and he got like really frustrated or enraged yeah. and he left the dinner table and started walking. This is at a restaurant. So he started walking towards, I guess, his parents' house and three, three miles. Yeah. And ended up heat. just like killing a random couple, literally was like eating the face of, of, a, of one Wait, of them. Wait, so that's listen the same. To this. Okay. So listen to I just heard the, I right just heard here. the uh, phone call when they called 911 Ooh, from, from, the, from the neighbor. The neighbor got stabbed in the so, back. Yeah. Listen to these details. So let's the bring neighbor, you guys. We're going to lighten the mood here, guys. Yeah. So anyone that's not aware in the comments, we're going there. But um, so the facts, if I'm remembering correctly, were, yeah, he left uh, frustrated, walked the three miles, went. Uh, he killed a random couple um, that so far doesn't seem like it's been attached to anything like as if he knew them or anything. Um, he attacked the neighbor that was trying to help and he stabbed them. So the neighbor actually called 911 and like ran back inside and yeah. managed to escape. And basically. then when the cops arrived, it did not only take a canine, a stun gun, but it took one, two, three. They said almost four. I, I can't remember if they confirmed it was three or four police officers to pull this 19 year old boy 
off of what was an actual second dead human. Nineteen-year-old man. Uh, man, whatever. Sorry, I'm not. He's saying like that a frat person. kid. He was uh, yeah. like in a frat fraternity. Man. Yeah, I didn't mean that in a way <laughs> no, where no, I think no, he's not uh, responsible. But it's like the fact that someone can do that and still have the luxury of knowing that. He's not going to get shot or killed. I mean, yeah, he's going to get prosecuted. He's probably going to get a slap on the wrist. That's all. No. That's a completely different. That's a completely. This is a psychotic break. That's like what happens afterwards. No, they said you had like a spice or flocka or whatever. I mean, I still think it's psychotic for that to happen, whether it was. In, in, whether he digested it or he's I mean, a psycho. honestly, I didn't see anything about the drugs. To my knowledge, they had drug tested him and saw nothing. But I, I just want to say that the, the reason why people report it this way is because someone can do that and you know have the luxury of knowing that this person literally is sedated in a hospital bed, and we'll be able to ask him in a few days why the fuck he did that. Yeah, when there are people of color who literally just like go about their day and have who to do worry literally nothing, nothing wrong. and have to worry about getting shot at. I hear you. Um, whether or not their hands are in the or whether regardless of why they're even doing yeah, it and that's the reason a, why I, people report it that way because it's just like if you don't bring it up if you're not talking about it you kind of are part of the problem yeah, I think it's a disservice it. though to the like to compare these things i mean you've got it's so, not you got a psycho it's just kind of some of it it really is uh, but, reality uh but you know? For, I, I know i know <laughs> but as far as like you know the online journalism goes it's like we're always trying to like say like well this police officer molested a kid no one shot him it's like well yeah, but the worlds are just different. Like you've got like political unrest in Milwaukee, and you've got Baltimore is always in the Chicago. You've all these cra- places where it's, it's like such high tension, and then you've got a dude eating someone's face off in a garage. It's just like crazy different. You know what I mean? I, I understand what you're they're, saying. I like, mean, at the same time, they're all related because it comes down to the a similar issue. If which it helps the Black Lives Matter be... movement, then I'm I'm for the comparisons. But like, we're not. Yes, he's a white kid, but he's a he's. he's got a psychotic break like or, he's yeah but drugs. i mean he's still a criminal regardless of, oh yeah no he's never you know. <laughs> he's never coming out of this one but there are supposed to be protocols for like when you use lethal force and the problem is that protocols are sometimes broken and sometimes followed in this case the person's already dead and he's not har- you know a danger to the officers um but you know just a couple of months ago i was saying how upset i was that they used a robot to blow up some guy who was like the suspect of a terrorism an act of terrorism in, uh, in a garage dallas, in dallas in dallas hear about this oh yeah, yeah the big dallas shooting that happened there's like but you know he was holed up in a garage and they decided oh we don't want to waste our time trying to get to him and apprehend this subject so we'll just send in a robot to kill him but, I disagree but that with violates you. his his right to due process and in this case you know you're supposed to as a police officer apprehend somebody they are supposed they are they have the right to due process they have a right to a fair trial jury of their peers blah 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 yeah. unless this crazy man eater is running out at you then then you are allowed to shoot well yeah them. you're creating a martyr out of that guy and I, i'm i i do i do agree like i'd rather you capture somebody alive so you can let them suffer their whole life well, yeah that's what but I'm also saying. get the information ar- that's what it. i'm saying like the argument in these conversations is never why didn't they shoot him like he should have been shot that's not the question it's just like you know for it's just bringing light to the fact that you can do this crazy ass shit like remember and it was a canine a stun gun one two three possibly four beings human i beings. bet these cops didn't want to touch this guy and too. honestly to, to say you're not you're life isn't threatened i mean he killed two people and he's like slashing up a neighbor so i personally would feel like my life was at threat but um yeah no one's just saying that this guy should be dead it's just more so if we're gonna allow crazy shit like this to happen let's make sure we don't get trigger happy when people are just doing their day jobs why is it florida that's fucking everything up 
Uh, like, well, Florida is the asshole of America, right? They really are. They Florida really... is, uh, you know, if you want to g- get really down to the root cause oh of this boy. man Oh, going to get racist. No, absolutely <laughs> not. This is where, that's where um, a big, pl- a lot of these synthetic drugs come through Florida. I don't know why. I think they come out of China, shipping ports, whatever. Yeah, I they think end it's, up uh, in Florida. it's usually associ- associated with how many international airports are by a city. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Have you had any synthetic drug experiences? No. Uh, yeah. Yes, but specifically, I know that because human trafficking was huge and probably still is huge on Long Island, where I'm from, and that's really? because of all the international airports that were in the area. That's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, New York's just like um, right. What is that? Uh, what is it called? The like fake marijuana? Oh, oh. that's the um, the shit. The shit that my salvia. Yeah, salvia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I go to my <laughs> like, like one second. Let me refer to my dictionary. So the bath salts and like what spice? Oh, Flaca. Yeah, Flaca. So Flaca, but Flaca is supposed to be like fake cocaine. And I think Spice is supposed to be like fake marijuana or the whatever. But the point is that the war on drugs has created, you know, has created like an an area where like the imports of synthetics can thrive. They just have to slap like a not safe for human consumption label on it and they can get around the ban on synthetics. So, you know. These kids, this college kid or whatever that's eating somebody's face off, you know, is worried about passing a marijuana test. So he does this fake spice or whatever and eats somebody's face off. Like, has it been confirmed that he was on drugs? No, I think they're awaiting results. (laughs) But the thing is that like the flaca, the bath salt stuff that like gives you like one wild like hallucinations. And like you think that he probably thought that this guy was like a demon or zombie or something Um, and super human strength which is the reason that they're saying you know it the canine couldn't give him get him off oh, the yes. stun gun didn't get him yeah, off the canine was ripping his arm apart and he wouldn't stop yeah it's this, out of a, it's out of a zombie they're zombies no this is uh this reminds me i know someone i went to high school with was in the news a few years ago um forgot what drug this guy took but he took too many maybe acid tabs i don't know wh- how you take these drugs you cool kids you um but similar situation where you dissolve it on your tongue where I think uh, the the campus police obviously were not able to detain him. It was like a campus police woman, and this guy was like I don't know six three and like I don't know a lacrosse player. So you're built as shit. Yeah. Um. And I think like the fire department had to sedate him. I Jeez. Like, I mean, how I, does it happen? I what does I, mean? I had an an experience with with someone that Tasha actually you've met this guy at a wedding we went to, and he was my roommate for a summer in college, and he had to get carried at he had to get restrained on like a paramedic like stretcher because uh, he was i don't know it was acid or what but he just had a fucking mental breakdown from whatever he was on i don't want anything to do with that shit like i like to, like that's why you like i can't smoke weed and and go on stage because I, I mean maybe it would be good for me on the right dose probably would probably would because it's not harmful but like i don't trust myself all in an altered state of mind like i don't i, I usually don't go on stage really drunk at all because like oh, i'm just not who i am like i'm not you know, I just personally, I feel like, yeah, I don't have time. Like th- I had a beer today, but I usually don't drink and I, but I do smoke all day, every day. Like I wake up and smoke just to like calm the fuck down. Um, but yeah, no, I just feel like I'm in LA, like crushing shit. Like I'm here to make <laughs> things happen. Like I'm ripping I, faces off. Kid. You, know, yeah, like, you don't even watch TV. You've got, you're like, doing things. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't have time. Like, not that I have never uh, experimented. A lot of my friends know me from my crazy sex and, and drug stories from when I was a partier. 
Um, but I don't have time for that shit. Like, I don't have time to be hungover. I am not interested in any guy that thinks they can entertain me by offering me a drink. Like, bitch, please, I'll buy my own, but I'm really not interested anyways. And all I really want to do is be connected to my Wi-Fi and just, like, <laughs> smoking a little weed somewhere in the corner. Um, so, oh, I'm, 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 I wanted to mention this before. Um, you want to talk about, so did you meet your, did you meet Stan Bryan on Tinder? So yeah, I met Stan Bryan on Tinder. I was actually getting ready to, to delete the app. Um, I was using it just for casual sex. I'll be honest, but, um, I was getting a little busy because I was figuring out what exactly my next steps were going to be, what I wanted to do professionally. I kind of need to set some new goals cause it looks like I'm doing some new things now. And I was getting ready to delete it and Stan and Brian popped up and we had two friends in common and I was like, okay, these two friends in common, we have like core things in common. So this could mean that me and this guy are going to vibe. We just have to see if this guy is actually hot and if we even have chemistry. So, you didn't um, trust his photos? Um, his first photo, and he knows this, Stan Bryan, he has like this photo where I guess his friend had like a nice camera, and it's like a picture of him looking off in the distance, and there's like fucking palm trees in the background. I'm like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Stan Bryan <laughs> Stan- with the little palm tree yeah, silhouette I'm like, action. I'm like, you look like you're in deep thought, but like you're trying to look like you're in deep thought. And but you I'm swiped not. right. You swiped on him. Well, I swiped right because we had the two friends so, in common. So, uh, the friends, are, is it like connected to your Facebook? It's yeah. just like your Facebook friends? Okay. Grandma over here. Yeah, yeah. I have gone. I just, is it connected I just to the book? <laughs> just trying to get the jump? details. Uh, so yeah, so but this is how I know you were you were using um, uh, Tinder a lot. I'm working my shitty side job at the time, driving Lyft, and I drive this very nice black family to the beach. Very nice black family. They have fishing rods and a, like way more of those arm floaties and shit like that. And I pull them all. I go all in. It's Saturday morning and it's fucking hot. I remember. And I go day. all right down to the pier at the beach and I open the door for them. And then I hear you go. I hear Dave Neal or whatever you said. And I look back and you're jumping out of a lift. Uh, out of a different car or whatever you're you literally were on your way to a tinder date yeah i was on my uh way to meet up with this guy ron he's a comedian he's hilarious like he really obviously comedians are hilarious but like he he knows his shit um but so wait but that was the first time you met him yeah so that was the first time i met him in person actually no it was an interesting story so at this time i'm already off tinder and I actually ran into him in real life at a con, um, not a concert, at a comedy show. Um, Amy Wong actually performed. Ali Wong. Ali, Ali yeah. Wong. See, that's what Baby Cobra. I oh, love wait, her. It, I love funny. her. Amy so Chung much. was one of my competitors in race walking in high school, by the way. I oh, yeah, a, you're the race walker. I was walker, a national champion race walker. And yes, Do it's they in the have that Olympics. in the Olympics? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you wrote it. You posted on my status, and I was like, what would be the coolest Olympic event you were training for the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, I did not train, but I was. I you had could the be in Rio right now, banging. I have friends that are in Rio, whether they're runners or walkers, so I'm really proud of them. It's cool. One could say, you walk away from relationships. Uh, I don't know. That made no sense. Um, So okay. So sorry. I interrupted. I interrupted you. You were seeing this. You were at. You were seeing Ali Wong. You met this guy in real life, not on Tinder. I I saw this guy and he looked super familiar. And I was like, hey, like I know this is really random, but like you look familiar. And he pulled up his Facebook and I was like, yeah, I recognize your pictures. And he's like, oh, like I know where you know me from. It's from Tinder. And I, once he said that, I totally remembered him. Like, I remembered talking with him. And, like, tr- we were trying. He was, like, being really, like, understanding over the fact that I was really busy. And I was like, let's meet up next week. And then eventually I just deleted it because I got busy. 
So I ran into him organically in person, and then we went on a date wow. a few days later, and that's when I ran into you. <laughs> so, you, so you let like life happen, and you actually saw the guy. Like that's a good, that's a good sort of like serendipitous story of how. Because it used to be like you just run to somebody at the you know in town, and that was like your own little biosphere. Like just you'd meet people that were close by. Like that's just who you met. Like Tasha's parents were neighbors growing up. Like that's how it wa- that's how it worked. And now it's like you just swipe wherever the fuck you're around. But you started with, that's cool that you started the technology and went back to old school. Yeah, I'm always curious, like for my single friends that tell me, you know, about their dating horrors and how tired they are Tinder and all of that. I always wonder, how can you meet people in real life when everybody is using technology exclusively to meet people? I feel like people have forgotten how to meet people in real yeah. life. So it's interesting that, you know, they can kind of work together in that way. And it's just ti- like, time I feel wise. like... Um, you know, there's a lot of people that bitch about online dating. They say it's like so hard and people suck. And I'm usually the first to be like, it's not them. It's you. Um, <laughs> like if every single one of your Tinder dates suck, like what's the one consistent thing in that story? What's your swipe ratio? You know? <laughs> every, every guy you see, what percentage do you swipe? Oh, I don't right know. On? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm not still on it, but I think with the people who are frustrated with trying to meet people in person, those people also have to remember, you have to let that in. Like, I feel like. When you just go up to a random person that to say hello, like that's weird to them. To most people, they think that's random. It's like an invasion of space, or maybe they're busy. They're in the middle of doing something, and, and now you've come over them, unsolic- unsolicited. And like some of them will appreciate it, and they'll talk to you, and you'll end up making a friend. Some of them will be like, "What the fuck? You're weird." So at the same time, if you're like bitching about how you can't meet anyone in real life, remember that next time someone like approaches you, <laughs> it's just a law of attraction. Like you have to be the best version of yourself. In order to meet that version, if you're kind of like stressed out and high strung, you really think you're going to meet your knight in shining armor? Like he's or, not going to be especially like. Especially like when people. Um, another thing with online dating is like people just think, okay, they're hot and online. We're texting. We have chemistry. Like we're going to go. We're going to have great chemistry in person. We're going to fuck and then we're going to date. And like that's just like not how it works. And just <laughs> because you have like chemistry online with your texts or emails does not mean that that translates to real life. Because yeah. so, you know somebody can be like a word. Smith and they can take all their time crafting like me. their messages. Someone else could be them doing their life. messages for them. People do that. Oh, That's text so coaches, weird. of course. Oh, the worst Look, if you want to get into a monotonous, monotonous relationship like us, I'll, I'll share. Oh, did I just kick you? My water. I just kicked your water. Um, oh, we, we got to get out of here in a second. So why don't before we leave, why don't we just um, promote our little socials here so people <laughs> can find you. So Destiny, where can people find you? All so that info. Everyone, feel free to find me. I'm online at Destiny Lalane, D E S T I N Y L A L A N E, on Twitter, Facebook, and dot com. <laughs> and on her Facebook Live, yes. go check that out or listen to this. Hey, Facebook Live! I hope it worked. It has a yeah, notification. I, yeah, it looks like people are chatting in. People are chatting. <laughs> in. People are chatting in. Who's uh, yeah? There's fifty-seven thousand people watching. I don't know. Shut up. No, it's still going though, so people can check that out later. So check out Destiny Lalane on her Facebook and all the other the apps and we'll post our photo on um and tell them where they can find you guys tasha uh at tasha courtney on instagram twitter tasha tv if you want to send dick pics you send them to tasha tv (laughs) dick pics get blocked so don't send me any dicks i usually respond with like a wink and a thumbs up for guys it it ruins their boner trust me (laughs) they get very confused um and then our, our social media for the podcast we have an instagram now it's at sex actually pod that's also our Twitter, Sex Actually Pod. Um, and also, we are the email's live, sexactuallypodcast at gmail. Send us your questions, comments, reviews. 
Uh, as always, please give us a shout out on our iTunes review chart. That's going. You go. You search "sex actually" in your podcast app. Click on uh, the icon, then click review, then click write a review. It sounds a little kind of hard to do. Write us a review, five stars. It gets a shout out on the next. It pod. gets a shout out like the Brie <laughs> got. And guys, are you sure it's not the Brie? It could be the or the. It'll be in the, <laughs> it'll be in the pod comments. Yeah, and uh, yeah, shoot us some love on our social media. I love that people are starting to write in. I love that we're, we've tripled our uh, listeners. So I know you guys are out there. I know you all are listening. What up Thanks from Greece? So much. Greece is listening. Uh, thanks so much. So, like, before we get out of here, um, let's let's get some more um, destiny wisdom. So, you're in a you're in a relationship that's heading in a direction with Stan Bryan. Stan Bryan. You've got um you've got uh, downtown boy. Downtown. Um, what's his He's name? Like, Nate. Or that's something? just a friend. That's Shane. Just a friend. Do you have any other like how? Like, let, let me ask you this: When you do commit like a like a tree that's growing, it kind of like weeds out all the other shit that's around it. Like, do you find that you whittle out? Do you have other dudes that are blowing you up, or are you just? Um. Well, any, anyone that hits me up, I let them know. Like, I have a boyfriend because I like I literally don't have time for anyone right now. I'm not. But into, it's an open thing. Yeah, I mean, like I know that if I'm out and I meet someone and I think he's hot and I want to fuck him, like I can. But like I'm just so busy taking over the world right now that like I don't have time for anyone. Like I literally giggle when these guys hit me up because I'm like, you really think I would even distract myself? for a half a second for your penis that's a Please. challenge gentlemen for those listening uh, find destiny lalane and challenge her distract oh, her do with not. your bodies um and so so uh what no so let me ask you this before we get out of here so what so if you were to have sex with another guy what then then what do you say to stan bryan so that's again that's a part of boundaries like i told stan bryan like i would honestly prefer to hear it because if i think the woman's attractive like maybe this could be a party um geez now <laughs> one hour in and now we're talking threesomes but he said he prefers he doesn't want to hear it so you know everyone has their own boundaries and you just kind of go with that flow so you would hook up with stan if stan bryan had a side piece you would hook up with it um, well, he wouldn't have a side piece, but if he had someone that he hooked up with once and he was like, oh, like, I think you'd find her hot. And I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah. And like, we're out and it happens. Great. But like guys out there that like think they can plan threesomes, like scheduling them, like that's just like not how the world works and stop doing that. <laughs> it's typical female mentality to steal the guys like what, like if a guy's like bangs some side chick, then she's like, well, I want to bang her too. It's like, can I just have my own thing? <laughs> I got a weird look from Tasha on that one for those who yeah. are on the, on the listening. I'm trying to button it up here. Um, uh, what do I... Oh, I wanted... What do I have to promote? Oh, Everyone yeah. Promote everything. No, no. Lastly, so this is coming out on Friday. Um, I'm, I got a show that night. Anyone on the west side in California and Los Angeles, I got a, I got an outdoor show in the backyard in Silver Lake. So you bring Stan Bryan. I'll bring... Oh, and, Stan uh, Bryan will be gone on business. Oh, uh, shit. But I'll be, I'll be so there. So he's out of town, so that means anything goes. I'll be I'll BYOB. I'll bring my own beer. Bring your boy. own dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, that's the episode. We got to get out of here. Thanks so much for being on it, Destiny. Come back anytime. Thank you. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye.